my dudes, welcome back to Internet Analysis. My name is Tiffany, and today I just wanted to analyze some feminist ads. You know, we're all about girl power. With the rise of feminism, we have This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Definitely seen a huge increase in marketing campaigns targeted toward empowering women, inspiring women. So we're going to take a look at some of those and see if they're really feminist or if they're just trying to sell products. Girls can't rock. Girls can't be strong. Girls can't check. Now throw like a girl. Сделаны наши девчонки из цветочка, из звоночка. Now she can't fight. You're gonna mess up that beautiful face. They said I was too fat. Only skinny girls can dress well. On me regarde la tête aux pieds. Comment peut-elle être avocat? So a lot of these campaigns seem to be about what girls apparently can or can't do or shouldn't do according to their own or societal expectations. And these ads are about defying those expectations and proving that girls can do anything they want. And the thing is, I like these ads. If I weren't trying to look at them with an analytic eye, they'd tug at the heartstrings a little bit. But to me, especially when watching all of them in a row, they just seem so formulaic and predictable. He said, they said she said, I said, no way. You aren't me. I'm me. I'm not gonna be defined by anyone's expectations. Yeah, girls can. Um, one question, why are we still calling grown women girls? These ads are all made of women. They're directed toward adult women consumers. Why are we calling them girls? I'm a 23-year-old woman. Thank you. Seriously though, there is a lot to be said about the concept of still referring to grown women as girls, and that could be an entirely other video, but it's just like, dude, okay, if we're gonna be talking about female empowerment, Let's call these women, women. Why use girls? Is it because short word do trick? <laughs> and it's not just in ads, it's in everything. You know, who runs the world? Girls. But I digress, that's not the main point here. Before we continue, I just wanna give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, Clue. Clue is a free period tracker app, which I think is necessary for anyone who has a period. You can not only track your actual period, but also any symptoms that come along throughout the month. For me, that's super important because when I travel, I really like to look ahead and be able to kind of know what to expect in terms of how I'm feeling. But remember, Clue is not itself a contraceptive, so make sure you guys still use a form of birth control if you're trying to avoid pregnancy. But the reason I chose Clue to sponsor this specific video is because they are actually walking the walk in terms of empowering women. So. A big part of their mission is to research and raise awareness of women's health because somehow a lot of the world hasn't put enough funding and time into something that happens to half of the population. 
They also have a wealth of information available on their website and their app, which is basically like WebMD, but for anything menstrual related. You guys should definitely download Clue. You can click the link in the description or you can search for period tracker in the app store. So anyway, these ads are clearly made to inspire women. Their whole message is about lifting women up, making them feel more confident or to motivate them, make them feel strong. It's just as easy as believing in yourself, right? Hey girls, have you ever tried being confident? <laughs> hey girls, have you ever tried smiling? But really, the thing that makes these ad campaigns so successful is that they are emotional. They make the viewer, especially if you're a woman and you can relate to these things, it connects with us because a lot of us have had similar kinds of experiences or kind of self-defeating thoughts. But most importantly, for these companies, these are shareable. And we have seen so many of these campaigns go viral on social media, which is pretty rare because like, how often do you watch an ad, a literal commercial, and go, wow, I'm gonna share that with all of my Facebook friends. But these companies are clever in their marketing in that the majority of their campaign, the short film kind of piece, isn't about their product. But at the end of the day, that is still what they're selling. So they're getting a lot of free promotion when people share it and share it and share it. It gets viewed by more people, it gets shared again. Win-win. So other than those girls can type of ads, there are also ads that generally aim to empower women. But my question is always, what do you mean by empower? Because a lot of these ads are from makeup or beauty or fashion brands. Therefore, you're supposed to feel empowered through making yourself look better, making yourself look more presentable in terms of what is accepted in society, conforming to society's beauty expectations. But this is where it gets tricky because it's easy for me to be overly critical and go, oh, you think that girls can only be powerful if they're beautiful. And I'm sure that's not exactly what the ads are saying, but they're kind of saying that. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look good, but basically these ads kind of boil down to look good, feel good, and now you're a badass woman. There's the Pantene Sorry Not Sorry campaign. Sorry. Sorry not sorry. Sorry not sorry which boils down to, okay, women should stop apologizing. And again, I like the narrative, but then at the end, it's still about selling hair products. Their hashtag is literally shine strong, which is kind of clever because it's like shine in your personality and be strong, but also your hair is shiny and strong. <laughs> it's clever, but it's a marketing campaign. It's empty. Basically, my biggest problem with this is when a company wants to use feminism or female empowerment for the sake of an ad, but for nothing else, nothing of substance, because that is essentially dumbing feminism as a movement down to just hashtags. Then there's Dove, who's kind of notorious or famous, depending on how you look at it, for their body positive ads or their female empowerment through beauty kind of ads. So there's this ad that is, you're more beautiful than you think in which people describe themselves and a sketch artist draws them and then other people describe them and ah, other people describe them as more beautiful than they describe themselves. Therefore, Dove, you're more beautiful than you think. This is the sketch that you helped me create and that's a sketch that somebody described of you. So yeah, that's... My problem with this ad is that it's still focused on physical beauty. It's still focused on your appearance. Of course, it has the element of perception and how obviously a lot of us get into this headspace where we think worse of ourselves. 
She looks closed off and fatter. Sadder, too. Mm -hmm. The second one looks more open, friendly, and happy. So it's like kind of a nice reminder, like, oh, other people might find you more conventionally attractive than you consider yourself to be, but it's still like, it's still about your appearance. Then there is the Imagine the Possibilities Barbie commercial. What happens when girls are free to imagine they can be anything? Hello, my name is Gwyneth, and I'll be your professor today. I'm Dr. Brooklyn, see? Okay, doctor. And overall, I actually really like this like short film ad because, you know, it's cute to see them take these roles and act like they're grown-ups. I'm your new coach. My name is Maddie. Nice to meet you. But also, when you're looking at the actual connection between the product and what the ad is about, I like that the ad actually includes the product because, again, a lot of these campaigns don't even really touch on their product until the very end. They slide it in there. But this one is about young girls or kids who are interested in playing with Barbies being able to play and imagine either themselves or versions of women or whoever being any type of profession. So I feel like that actually is a pretty empowering message, especially for kids, because kids learn so much through play, and it's really important for kids to be able to kind of test out those things, even through Barbies. So if that's a good example of an ad using a kind of a bit of a social issue, it's not inherently like a feminist ad, but so many of these things, if we're talking about empowering women, to me that means feminism. If we're talking about gender equality, that means feminism. Comparing that, let's bring in one of the worst ads of all time, the Pepsi Kendall Jenner ad. We all know this ad was an absolute train wreck and it got dragged by everyone because Pepsi tried to take these social movements that have been inspiring people to be activists and to go out on the streets and march for rights. Pepsi took those big, powerful, meaningful movements and reduced it to Kendall Jenner gets inspired to join in the fight and tries to solve the police brutality problem with a Pepsi? imply that just Pepsi could bring everyone together. I mean, it is so like tone deaf and I get that it's an ad. They have to bring Pepsi into it, but it was just like, just not done right. And that one just makes me laugh. And most recently, not directly related to feminism, but in terms of talking about gender equality, gender roles, Gillette's ad, which tackled toxic masculinity. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. We believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. This ad was super, super successful and very powerful. I saw tons of people that I know sharing it on Facebook, Twitter, and I think the message is good. It is nice to see a men's brand come out and actually make a bold stand against toxic masculinity and behaviors that need to be challenged. But as always, my question is, for not just that ad, but all of these ads, is there substance and action behind the slick, nicely produced film. Because at the end of the day, any company, no matter how great or terrible they are on the inside, can make a nice, 
flowery, inspiring, heartwarming ad about feminism or little boys being whoever they want or whatever, but it's like, does it mean anything? You have to look behind that. And to me, you have to look into the corporate structure. You have to see what those brands and companies actually do, if anything, to benefit the people that they're pretending or implying that they care about. So I did a little bit of research and Procter & Gamble is the owner of Gillette, Always, and Pantene. I'm sure there are separate marketing teams behind each of the brands, but clearly as a parent company, P&G loves making these kind of shareable ads. So P&G, as the parent company, has $66 billion in annual sales. Gillette has an estimated annual revenue of $6.5 billion. And by the way, I looked into Gillette to see what their whole message was behind this ad. And they said that they were gonna pledge like a million dollars a year for the next three years towards organizations that benefit boys, which was super vague. But also I was like, oh, okay, $3 million total over the course of these three years. Is that a lot from a company? I mean, it's a nice gesture. Oh, we're gonna throw money to help the boys, but exactly how? No specifics. But then you're like, oh, the company's worth six and a half billion dollars. A million dollars a year isn't anything. So then I looked deeper into P&G. Uh, P&G has a male CEO, which is relevant because I think that when you're looking at corporate structure of these companies, I think it's important to see, do they have a male or female CEO? Who is on their board? On P&G, they have four women and seven men, which isn't great, it's not 50-50, so it's not technically equal. But honestly, that is actually better than a lot of other brands, which is sad because some brands literally have zero women on their boards or in any executive roles. But still, I don't wanna give them too much credit for like peanuts, so to speak. P&G though was rated 22 on a list of best employers for diversity in 2019. So I think I will give them the benefit of some doubt and say that they seem to be doing okay or at least good compared to current standards. By the way, my heater is starting to hiss right now. As soon as I sat down to film this video, it started hissing and I literally was sitting here yelling at it, trying to get it to stop because my building has automatic heaters and they just turn on pretty much when I need to film. So if it gets loud, I apologize. I'm trying to finish this video. <laughs> anyway, my final point is just Okay, these ads, all these ads, whether they're about female empowerment or gender equality or whatever social movements, I wanna see if those companies walk the walk, okay? As I said, anybody can talk the talk, anybody can make a nice, cute, touching ad, but I'm not gonna share your ad. I'm not gonna give you free promotion and hail you as a savior just because you made a good ad because that ad is benefiting you, it is marketing. If companies are going to claim to be pro-women or inclusive, I wanna see it. You know how you do that? You empower women or you empower people of color, you empower everyone, you promote gender equality by hiring more women, hire more people of color, guarantee that there's no gender pay gap or any pay gap, just equal pay for equal work, what a concept. Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this video. I just thought it would be nice to, to look at some ads because we consume a lot of ads these days, not just, you know, sponsored things, but by the way, shout out to Clue. I get it, you know, it's the way that it works. Companies need to advertise, creators like me need to make some coin. So I'm not against ads in general, but I think it's important to be critical of them. Next up, I'm gonna keep talking about these types of things. I think I'm gonna look into more of these like, 
This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Boss kind of concepts and see if there's any depth to them at all. But if you enjoyed this video, please subscribe for more internet analysis videos. Analysis? God, I can't talk anymore. This heater is like melting my brain. Good excuse. It's just me. If you guys would like to follow me on Instagram for more mediocre pictures, feel free to do so. Once again, a big shout out to today's sponsor, Clue. You guys can click the link in the description to download it. It's free. And that is all. Okay, thanks, bye.